Welcome to Office Hours with Dr. Mario, the podcast designed to teach you how to discover your path to living a more gratifying life. In each episode, Dr. Mario teaches listeners how to successfully cross the intersection of growth and change so they can step into the next chapter of life with the mindset, skills, and tools they need to live their dreams. If your responsibility to your career, family, or others has caused you to put your dreams on hold, this podcast is for you. Join me as I help people like you who are ready to reignite their passion for living their most ambitious dreams. Now here's your host, lifelong learner, professional coach, and speaker, Dr. Mario Jackson. Hello, and thank you for joining me for the Office Hours podcast today. This is the show for people who missed out on pursuing their life's most ambitious goals and who are ready to take their first step towards making their dreams a reality. So if you ever took a break from going after your life's dreams, this podcast is going to help you get back on track. In this episode, I'm discussing a topic that many of my coaching clients have told me they relate to, which is imposter syndrome. Now, studies have shown that 85% of working adults sometimes feel inadequate and 70% of people experience imposter syndrome at some point in their career. This can negatively impact things like your productivity, your ability to advance in your career, as well as your mental well-being. But the most dangerous thing about imposter syndrome is that it can affect your personal relationships and how you see yourself. Now, I remember starting my first consulting project just about this time last year, and it got off to a good start, but when the work began to pick up, I constantly found myself worried about my ability to do the job well. The thoughts that raced through my head were things like, I'm not smart enough for this job, I don't know what I'm doing, or why did they hire me? And at that time, I didn't realize that I was making a huge mistake. I was letting my fears, in this case imposter syndrome, keep me in a state of fear and panic. I was literally waking up in the middle of the night, folks, worrying about what I didn't do well that particular day on the project. But the reality of the matter is that this was my first time working on a project on such a large scale, and I wasn't giving myself enough space and grace to master my learning curve. And I've heard similar stories from some of my coaching clients And I believe that this is a part of the human experience. So I want to put a spotlight on imposter syndrome for the listeners who just can't seem to shape the feelings of feeling like an imposter. But how do you know if imposter syndrome is really impacting your life? Well, I've got a quick little quiz that can help you check. Just answer yes or no to the following questions. Do you ever feel like you don't deserve your achievements? Do you ever worry that people will find out you are secretly not worthy? After a success, do you dismiss it as just good luck or timing? Do you think you've tricked others into thinking that you are more successful than you actually are? Do you apologize for yourself even if you didn't do anything wrong? Or do you think that others overvalue your success? If you answered yes to more than two of these questions, you might be experiencing imposter syndrome on some level. But don't lose it, folks. I created this episode just for you, and today I'm going to show you how to get to the bottom of imposter syndrome. 
My goal is that you can stop feeling like a fraud and get on with the business of creating your dream life. Now, if you're someone who's living in a constant state of self-doubt about your success and achievements, or you believe your boss and colleagues overestimate your ability, imposter syndrome may be tricking your brain into a counterproductive thought pattern. So what is imposter syndrome? Technically, imposter syndrome is defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. If you're dealing with imposter syndrome, you might experience feeling like a phony, like you don't belong where you are, or you only got there through luck. And what makes imposter syndrome so harmful is that you constantly feel like you're going to be found out as a fraud at any moment. And I think that's what's keeping a lot of people stuck in many areas of life. But some of the other common signs of imposter syndrome include self-doubt, an inability to realistically assess your competence and skills, attributing your success to external factors, downplaying your performance, having a fear that you won't live up to other people's expectations, overachieving or perfectionism, sabotaging your own success, or setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. Remaining in a constant state of anxiety doesn't support a mindset that keeps you making progress towards living the life that you've always dreamed about. Some of the signs of imposter syndrome may seem pretty harmless, right? And if you're like me, you may have been taught to be humble, so downplaying your performance seems socially acceptable. However, with imposter syndrome, modesty takes on a completely different form, and it becomes ineffective and detrimental to your success. So let's check out an area of your life where imposter syndrome might be keeping you stuck, and that's in your career. If you're going through your career on cruise control, I'm willing to bet that you are underutilizing your skills and abilities. Maybe you're comfortable settling for a job that isn't too difficult because you want to fly under the radar and avoid calling attention to yourself. Now, I've had this experience before when I look back on the progression of my career, especially at times when I was experiencing burnout. And I always remember that the first three to six months of learning a new job was when I questioned my skills and abilities. I knew that I would feel ashamed if I didn't live up to the expectations I set out during my interview. But once I found my rhythm, I was able to perform the related tasks associated with the job with the speed and efficiency that I needed. What I always forgot to remember was that the people who hired me knew I had to progress through a learning curve but I was not giving myself enough time to adjust. So the reality was that no one expected me to hit the ground running, and I was being foolish to hold myself to such an unrealistic expectation. Now on the flip side, imposter syndrome has a pretty face, and it can present as overachieving as a way for you to prove your competence and your capabilities. The issue here is that you subject yourself to burnout which turns out to be counterproductive in the long run. Some researchers believe that remote working has exacerbated the fear of underperforming, which has resulted in overworking. Now, I know what you're thinking. I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't, right? But here's the thing about overworking. It's a surefire way to throw your life into a state of imbalance. But when you're feeling outside of your comfort zone, that's not always a bad thing. There is a way to reframe imposterous feelings. Feeling like an imposter is a sign that you're being challenged, which is the way that we grow and develop new skills. But the key here is to finding the right level of challenge 
and the optimal state of performance. In addition to your career, imposter syndrome can show up in your personal relationships, but I just want to stick with your professional career as our frame of reference for now. I can tackle that in a later episode. So how do you manage imposter syndrome so that it doesn't distract you from living the life that you've always wanted to live? I've got a couple of ideas that I want to share with you, and that's what I'm going to talk about next. Managing an imposter syndrome requires shifting your mindset from what you believe about yourself to what's actually true. I believe this is the most important thing to understand as you begin changing how you view your ability to take on new challenges. So here's a short exercise you can practice when you're feeling like an imposter. First, question your thoughts. Analyze your thoughts by determining first if they are true. How can you be an imposter given the knowledge that you hold in your area of expertise? See if you can tell fact from fiction. Just because you have a thought, doesn't make it true. Second, differentiate luck from ability. I want you to get honest with yourself about your abilities rather than downplaying your success to luck. Luck only gets you so far and eventually it does run out. But is your luck the real reason you've been successful for so long or is it something more logical like you actually possess the capacity to do the work that you were hired for and that's what's made you successful? The third part of this exercise is really important, and that is for you to use perfectionism sparingly. When you're focusing on doing something perfect, you're missing out on the valuable learning opportunities that come along with that particular task. Instead, focus on doing a good job first so you can leave room to perfect your craft. Leaving space to refine your work after you've had time to complete all the required actions is really a smart approach. Following this approach prevents overwhelm and procrastination, and it also gives you the opportunity to compartmentalize your perfectionist habits. Listen, from time to time, we all have experiences where we feel unprepared and over our heads. If you can adjust your internal dialogue and your underlying beliefs, you can regain control of your emotions and your actions. Everyone feels a little unsure when they start a new job, and it's natural to feel this way. But with time, you'll know how to recognize the signs of imposter syndrome and feel more confident, and that's going to help you keep it in check. Now, I want to thank you for listening today. This episode was really important to me because I wanted to humanize this experience of imposter syndrome. I want listeners to know that it's okay to have this experience and that there's nothing wrong with you. So the key takeaway of this episode is to let you know that you have the power to change how you feel about your abilities and your self-worth. So bookmark this episode so you can come back to it when you find yourself battling imposter syndrome. And if you're ready to take the next step and learn how imposter syndrome is stealing the life you've always dreamed about living, I created a resource just for you. Download your free copy of my worksheet, The Show Up Report. I created this tool to help you understand how you're showing up each day to create your dream life. And once you understand your unique patterns, you can create a plan to remove the obstacles like imposter syndrome that are holding you back from making progress towards living your dream life. Just click on the link in the show notes to download your free copy. Now, that's all I have for you today. I look forward to seeing you next time during my office hours.
Did providing for others stop you from going after your life's dreams? Are you ready to start a new chapter in life? If you're ready to get back to taking on your life's most ambitious goals, schedule a complimentary sample coaching session with me. As a coach, I help people create a clear path to getting the results they want out of life. Now, I only offer a few of these sessions each month, and they fill up quickly. Just head on over to my website at www.officehoursdrmario.com, and that's doctor abbreviated without the period, and click on the Book Online tab to reserve your complimentary session. Together, we can get you back on the path to living your most ambitious dreams.